0: hello everybody how we doing today sorry about that little mix-up uh you heard a weird sound earlier well anyway uh i'm back welcome to the ride home i'm your host and lead person steve uh things are going crazy i know i haven't done an episode in a while and um Kind of, I, I don't want to say I want to address it, but I want to say, I uh, think you guys listened to the last episode. Uh, I, t- I talked about a lot of things. It was a while ago. Uh, at the time, I was doing a job in Rockville Center, which is from where I live. It's quite a while away. Um, so I was able to do a nice, longer episode recently. I've been working a lot of um, close to the home jobs. And you know what this thing's about? It's about me talking to you guys on the way home. Uh, so you know, kind of, kind of, get this little extra thing going on. Anyway, so uh, I once again changed professions. Uh, my daughter has been born; she was born in February last month. So I'm very happy about that. Uh, it's been a ride, man. It's been a ride. Any person who has kids can tell you that, or you know, has kid, had kids, and you know, anything like that. Uh, dealing with this uh, this child, this baby, has been uh, very stressful between my wife and I so we are doing our best to make sure that we can get a little bit of rest when we need it and that includes um, <laughs> trying to sleep as much as we can uh, but she's on maternity leave I I had to get another job man because I was working off the books and I needed to make something on the books I needed to make something that made me money you know I, that's that's where I'm at right now I was very happy with what I got there we, and that's it, that's what we got I can't really go on uh, a little bit more than that. Uh, But I'm in training and stuff, and that's a little bit of a drive away. And I know it's boring, it's dull, but let's talk about some things. What happened the last couple of days, weeks, the coronavirus hit? I know, we're all tired of hearing about it. At this point, we're all tired of hearing about it, you know, because there's two two frames of thought. The first frame of thought, I haven't found a thing in between, really, or, or outside of this. The first frame of thought that I hear all the time is... Um, it's super deadly. We're all going to die. I, I don't know if we're, we're at that level. Uh, I also hear a lot of people going, Hey, um, like, maybe this is all being blown out of proportion. Uh, maybe we're just kind of over-exaggerating on things. And I am in the middle of both of those things. Yes, it's very deadly. It's very, very possible it's can do a lot of damage. But also, we lived through a lot of other things before. You know, maybe we'll get through this. You know, that, that's kind of how I am. The one takeaway I take from this whole experience is, of course, I get the flu shot now. You know, it's such a weird thing. I never got it before. And nothing this terrible, quote unquote, has happened. But now all of a sudden I get the flu shot and this has got to come up. Like, really, man? Like, you're just constantly challenging me. You know, the universe is like, oh, Steve finally got the shot. All right, well, how about this motherfucker? And they throw something else up at me. You know, I just, I don't know... Yeah, you know, I, I the universe has it out for me. That's all I gotta say. You know, and I'm sorry. It might be partially my fault. I can't be the only guy, though. There's a bunch of us out there. I just finally, fine we got the shot, and now we're like, oh fuck, I can't be the only person. But anyway, uh, to get back to what I talk about the most and what I like talking about, video games. Uh, so the tie with coronavirus is that it keeps on affecting everything, man. Like any, because they say large groups not a good thing. So, like, PAX East came by. A bunch of people went to that. We don't know anything about that, how people are feeling, because this shit stays tor- dormant for, like, two weeks before it actually activates. Uh, so we will have no idea. Uh, but, you know, big big presentations and big uh, shows like GDC, uh, Game Developers Conference stands for, uh, they're kind of pushing themselves off because a lot of companies dropped out. That's not good. A lot of companies' a lot of speakers dropped out, so they're pushing that off to another time. Um i don't know how e3 is gonna go because sony has been pulling out a lot of things uh microsoft pulled out gdc as well uh nintendo i don't really think nintendo really shows up anywhere anymore i really don't think they have to they kind of established themselves in a nice little foothold where it's kind of like we're just gonna do these digital things and just see how it is and just see what, what what's going on and I mean, a lot of people took to it well, i got to say. That that was a really good thing Nintendo decided to do because, I guess, you know what? When you're sending so many people, like, internationally traveled, you know, I I guess it all kind of adds up, and, you know, maybe it's not so good if we just keep on doing the same stuff. It's just way cheaper just to film a video, pay an editor to do it really well, and then put it out there for the Internet to watch. Uh, So, when it comes to cost, yeah, I can totally see that being... The better option for a lot of companies. I'm surprised that Sony kind of started doing something with it, something similar, but they're not on the same level as Nintendo is, man. Nintendo puts it out, and everyone's gonna watch it. Sony puts theirs out, man. I haven't watched a single one live. I honestly I haven't watched a single one. Like they just kind of pop out and they say whatever, and then I, I find out later on through Reddit or something. Uh, but Nintendo, man, I always watch one. The last one was on Animal Crossing. Which is like the biggest. I don't care who you are, what you think, blah 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 blah. Animal Crossing is going to be like the biggest game, one of the biggest games of this year. It comes at the same day as Doom. A lot of little fun artwork on that one. But Doom is by far one of the most popular games of all time. And uh this I Doom? Animal Crossing? Animal Crossing. It's like one of the most popular games of all time. Nintendo has this thing. And it's it's weird. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think I am. Nintendo has this thing where they will release, like, an iteration of a game for that platform. And then they won't do another one until, like, the next platform comes out and the console comes out. So, like, we only had one Animal Crossing game. You know? Like, this, this is it for the Switch. I don't know if we'll see... Super Smash Bros., that's another one. We've never seen, like, Super Smash 2... It was, like, one for each system. So, I don't know. Like, Mario Odyssey. What do we have? Yeah, there was, like, one Mario platforming game for each console. Super Mario Galaxy, I don't know if I count it. They had, That was two. They had one and two. I don't know if I count that one necessarily. But, I mean, I guess that's there. Like, I can't really complain too so much about that one. Um, but, yeah, like, Mario Party, there's a bunch of them. But, I, I don't know. I feel like Mario Kart is another one. Nintendo does this. Like, I haven't seen a Metroid game in a while. It was actually good, you know, the classic Metroid style. Anything else that didn't come off of anything from being Samus is kind of shitty. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly what I'm pointing at. You should know, too. That's where we're at, man. I don't know what Nintendo has up its sleeve. I don't know what their plans are with the Switch. Because the Switch is such a good console. And when I was playing, you know, games back in the day... With the GameCube, I could see their evolution there. You know, okay, we got the GameCube, play smaller discs. They're working on that compact size. They have the DS. DS is pretty good. And then they went to the Wii, which was like entirely different, man. That was an entirely different system. Really changed landscape. It was really uh impactful. And it, it kind of set a trend. It got Microsoft to use the Kinect, it got Sony to try to move. You know, it it's it was a trendsetter. It really uh, it was a really big trailblazer. More buzzwords I'm going to throw at you. Um, and after that, you, you know, we had the Wii U, which didn't catch on because a lot of people were confused by it, by the name. Uh, I get it. You know, I totally understand. Uh, not that many units sold, but a lot of people thought that that gamepad, because that's what it was. It went from the, the Wii Remote to a gamepad that would interact with the TV. And then they they full-blown changed it up with the Switch, man. They, they, that was a next step. So what's the next step that Nintendo is gonna take? And that's what I, I keep on wondering. You know, like, will I be able to play these games in the future? Which is why I think Nintendo needs to kind of focus on that aspect next. I think whatever they release next, if they don't decide to do maybe a Switch Two or, or something, because I feel like that's kind of that's where we're at. Nintendo set the trend. I don't need to have a console sitting down anymore. I can just use it, pick it up on the go, take it with me. I think that's it for Nintendo. I don't know what else they can do next. That being said, like what, Virtual Boy? I'm okay. um, kidding. That being said, man, I don't, I like I said, I don't know where they can go. Microsoft and Sony can kind of go in the direction that they're going in. Of course, cloud computing is going to be the next big thing. Uh, Stadia, of course, didn't really take off that much. A lot of people, they're, you know, Google has problems And recently it came out that the Stadia and and other companies are having problems with Stadia and Google as a whole because Google has a, uh, you know, they they have this trend of not sticking with whatever it is that they're making. So they have a whole bunch of failed projects that that they've worked on in the past and totally nixed and like some projects that i thought were going to be big you know google glass was one of those things man a lot of people bought into the development kit a lot of people were walking around like assholes you think over their eye fuck it i want one too and then they nixed it man they got rid of that whole thing 86 the damn thing so like we don't know where stadia is going to go when it comes to cloud computing microsoft has these Azure servers which have been infamously fantastic holy shit their servers are good honestly when it comes to Microsoft as a company, as a, they're online, their, their capabilities are fantastic, bar none the best. Sony needs to take a page out of their book. Sony's stuff is okay, but I get disconnected more, I get weak signals more, and I'm talking, I have a router that's in the next room over from us, there's no excuse. There's none. Even when they're wired, I still get a little bit of lag on the PlayStation compared to Xbox. So that's something Microsoft and it has a really big holdover because they don't have a lot of exclusive games, and that's where Sony kind of takes the cake in that one. Sony's got a lot of really good exclusives, and they're kind of pushing forward with that for the next generation consoles, which I'm going to talk about right now uh, because we had recently the Xbox Series X announcement. I don't know if I talked about this in the past. I probably didn't. It's been a while. Uh, and I just wanted to state... with the xbox series x that's just a model name that going back to regular xbox that's what it is that's what we've been told or at least that's what that's what i've been reading off of that it's just gonna be here's the xbox that's it here you go and we're like "Eh, not too bad series x is just kind of the first in many models but we don't know if the series x maybe x2 in the future we don't know if that's gonna be a real thing now the series x is supposed to be twice as powerful as the Xbox One X. See where the confusion setting it went with Microsoft. But they're trying their hardest to rebrand, they're trying their hardest to make sure everyone gets on the same page again. So that's why I hear rumors about there being, oh they're gonna make uh the the one X, the Series X of this and there's gonna be another Model Series X. I, I think they gotta I don't think that's true, first of all, and I think Microsoft just really wants everyone on the same page because that's what Sony did very well with the PlayStation 4. There was no three different models of the PlayStation 4 when it came out. It was just the PlayStation 4, and when they felt that VR came out and they wanted to make power a big thing, uh, they released the Pro because they knew the hardcore fans would go to the Pro or at least upgrade to it because they wanted the VR, they want the 4K graphics, something like that. You know, And, and Microsoft knows that. They learned their lesson before, Don Matrick is out, Phil Spencer is in, and that guy knows what's up. So I have all faith in Microsoft when it comes to that, but I do want to reiterate the fact that Microsoft did talk, uh, come out and say that there's going to be no exclusives for the Xbox uh, Series X. And what does that mean? I'm going to clarify that for you because a lot of people are taking this headline and they're kind of misconstruing it in their own different ways, saying that Microsoft is weak, Here's what it is. It, the reason they said that and the reason why it's being taken out of the context besides having the click-through articles, which I'll admit needs to be done, what does this mean? This means that Microsoft is not going to have any necessary hardcore exclusives for their system for two years, which means that, let's say you get Halo Infinite. Halo Infinite will run on the all the Xbox One systems, the One X, the One S, all of them. It's going to run on all of them. It will also run on the Series X, probably, at a much higher rate. It's also going to run on PC. So it's technically not an exclusive. So Microsoft is putting that out there. Yes, we've got to have the enhanced experiences on the higher-end systems and higher-end PCs. Of course we're going to have that. I don't know why people would think otherwise. I don't know why people are putting on this hat and saying, well... The game's not exclusive anymore then. It is exclusive because you're not going to play it on the PlayStation. And PC has been known to be Microsoft's other console, as per Major Nelson. When interviewed a couple of years ago, uh, someone brought up to Major Nelson and said, hey, what are you guys going to do to get back in the PC market? Major Nelson went on, like, he he just talked about it. He, He addressed it head on. He said, oh, you mean Microsoft's other gaming platform. And that is where this comes into play. That's why the the traditional concept of a console exclusive is going to be no more. That's it. That's all it means. And I have an opinion on this. I have a thought process about this. And my opinion on this matter is that I am perfectly okay with it. I am fine. Give the people more chances to play your games any way they want to play them. I am a big techno fan a techno fan uh, yeah okay I'm a, I'm a big I'm a big fan I like to have all the things first right away my f- concept of what this is and how I see the roadmap going is that I yes I do want to series X I play a lot of games right now on my Xbox 1x I do I just bought a brand new TV as well this guy's trying to cut in front of me okay man don't put don't put your hashtag on your car if you're gonna drive like a dick how about that don't do that that's stupid. Anyway, um, I'd just find you later man. I' bad math you under my anonymous account. No kidding I don't know I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna spend time. Uh, anyway, so with I play most of my games on, on Xbox. So of course I'm gonna want the new system. I really do but I don't we don't know a price point yet. I'm expecting 500. No console can go over 500. you start hitting the 600 market you become a laughing stock just like Sony did when the PlayStation 3 initially came out. $600 price point people said hell no. Not going to do it. Uh, Even if he told them all the stuff. Even if he gave them the value of the system. No one gave a shit. Money talks bullshit walks. We all know that. You can't sell me on a brand new console. with. And you know what? The games are kind of... They weren't that great. They weren't on par. People ended up buying systems once Metal Gear Solid came out. So that was a big thing. A lot of people did that. Um... And I did too. I actually ended up buying a PlayStation 3 when Metal Gear Solid came out. I did wait on that one uh, for that game specifically to come out. And I bought the uh, that bundle that came out. Uh, but backwards compatibility was awesome. That was a big selling point. That's one of the reasons why I wanted it. I could play all my PlayStation 2 games and stuff on it. Uh, which Microsoft is also kind of doing. Where so games are backwards compatible. The big title games. I get it. I'm a big fan of that. And I condone what they're doing. The whole ecosystem working together. I see you, Microsoft. I see what you're doing. And I like it. I think it's really smart. But you're going to have the next console coming out, and some people are going to keep that thing behind their brain. Oh, it's not real exclusive. Sony has these games. So right now, the ball is kind of thrown into Sony's court. Microsoft took the ball and went, we're going to do these things. We're going to keep this trend going with Ultimate Games Pass having, like, 200 games and, you know, the subscription-based stuff. and Like, they're killing it. They're bouncing that ball up and down. And they threw the ball to Sony... And they said, what about you? And now we're kind of just waiting to hear on what Sony's doing. We haven't heard anything as of right now. It's just Sony is still kind of riding that wave of, hey, we still have life in the PlayStation 4. So we, we want that to like emit through everything. We want people to still experience the PlayStation 4 and the library we still have. Remember The Last of Us 2 is coming out we got Ghost of Tsushima coming out. Those are two very big titles for Sony. Uh, other smaller titles like Neo, which was a fantastic game. I love the first one. We got that coming out soon. There's a lot of these titles coming out. A lot of these games coming out. And um, you know, the, the spotlight isn't fully off of the current generation consoles yet. You know, we're not we're not swiping away to something else. We still very much have this focus on the console. So that is something that we. Still have that's that something that is going to come into play. So my opinion on this matter is that and it's gonna it's gonna sound shitty. I'm a big Microsoft fan, you know that I'm a big console. I'm, even despite I've been playing a lot of World of Warcraft lately. Yeah, sue me. Uh, I've been playing a lot of WoW lately. I haven't really been playing on consoles recently, but I like It depends on what Sony puts out there right now. I'll be dead honest with you. If Sony puts out a console, the PlayStation 5 has the backwards compatibility. If it has, um, like, a chance for me to experience older games on that console, you know, maybe I might go for that first and wait the two years before Microsoft has games developed for their specific console. Which also gets me thinking about, hey, what am I going to play Cyberpunk on? Uh, I don't think my current PC will really handle it at its fullest optimization. Uh, You know, I had to probably replace uh, the graphics card or something, Um, but I think about that. Um, But if I, so Microsoft has come out and stated that if you buy Cyberpunk a pre-order on the Xbox One or One S, you'll get the free upgrade to the One X. So that's great. But now it also makes me think cost in the future. Will games like, let's say, Grand Theft Auto and Rockstar Games, which have been infamous for releasing at the end of a console cycle, only to re-release their game for the updated price on the next generation? Uh, this happened with Grand Theft Auto 5 recently. Re- well, recently, yeah, okay, tongue-in-cheek on that one. Grand Theft Auto 5 came out on the Xbox 360 right at the tail end and the PlayStation 3 right at the tail end of their stuff, and then all of a sudden we saw it re released an updated package on the next generation. Excuse me, sorry. It's all done in real time, my man. No editing. Anyway, so we saw this coming from from Rockstar Games. They kind of double-dipped on the price. I want my $65 now. I want my $65 later. I only say $65 due to tax reasons. So you can see where this is kind of coming into play. We don't know what this entire ecosystem of games is going to look like. We don't know what we're going to easily attract ourselves to. We don't know how this... Like, there's some diehard fans that are just going to stick with PlayStation because that's all they know. That's what they give a shit about. Oh, there's all these exclusives. But then they forget that Sony just bought a crap ton of studios. They bought so many studios. I think 7 to 10 I believe was the number I was reading. And they're currently working on their games. We also don't know what Halo Infinite really is. Uh, besides, like it's another Halo game, we know that. But what is it? Is it a life service game that everyone else is doing these days? Is it something that's going to keep people coming back? Is it just Halo 5.5? Like, what is this game? Are we getting the Master Chief story? Are we going, like, I don't know. I don't know what this is. We don't know what a lot of other games are. We, Godfalk, that was a trailer we saw during the Game Awards. I don't have, honestly, I don't have any faith in that game. It's made by Gearbox and anything. Everything that Gearbox has been making has been total shit. Uh, I don't know how else to say besides that. I, uh, you know, I played Borderlands 3, man. I really didn't like it. I kind of felt like I might have grown out of it. I don't like... I read the reviews and listened to a lot of people and they're all like they all said the same exact thing. This character sucks and I hate dealing with them. And me personally, when I played the first several hours of that game, I didn't feel uh, I didn't feel wowed by the experience. I just felt like there's a lot of things going on here. Why am I just watching it? Why am I not interacting with the situation? Why am I not why do I hate it? I hate it when I walk ten feet and there's a cutscene. Yeah, I know I, I talked about how I love Metal Gear Solid and stuff, and that game's infamous for doing the same exact thing, but why do I give a shit? You know, like, uh, it just... It took me out of the experience. I just... I wasn't feeling it all the way, and... Uh, I was... I, you know, I... I couldn't get behind it. I could not get behind it. I bought—I even bought the Collector's Edition, and uh, I regret that. So, Gearbox, I have no faith in any game you release. Um, I learned my lesson with you. Now now we have like I said E3 is in June we don't know necessarily what's going to happen so I am you know I'm kind of I'm kind of holding I'm holding on I don't know what to expect out of both companies because I know we'll probably get the full price point on both systems then if Sony doesn't say anything soon because rumor has it Sony is supposed to announce something they're supposed to talk about something And they have yet to do so And like I said, the ball's in their court So we gotta wait for Sony to throw the ball back And then finally make our decisions on what to do then But as of right now Microsoft is showing pretty strong With at least doubling the power of their console Doubling the power of their console Is absolutely key For the future of their company Not like They say double And they don't, like, you know I really hope they stick with it And I really hope that's true Because I have the One X, because, once again, I'm I'm a big Microsoft fan. I love the One X. I have it. It's great. Uh, It does have a bit of slowdown here or there. The dashboard's not as snappy as I want it to be. It's still kind of delaying in certain areas, and it shows. And I hope Microsoft is able to kind of fix that going forward. Uh, Sony, you know... I kind of like you guys. You're still pretty good. You got your exclusives. You got to work on your online a little bit, but everything else is pretty good. I still don't like the controller. You know, it's definitely a big improvement over the uh, over the six-axis controller and the DualShock three controllers they released. Two controllers they released for one system. Um, you know, patents and stuff pending and all other stuff. But you know, that that's what I got out of everything. I don't know necessarily how we're going to do all this until once we, until we see what Sony does. Um, and that's it for me, guys. I, I finally got home. It's been a nice little drive. I hope you guys uh, appreciate this, me rambling to you for the last uh, 20, 30 minutes or so. If you got any questions, if you got any opinions on the thing yourself, do I make sense to you? Do I, like, I don't to ramble too much. That's part of the show. That's a part of the uh, that's a part of the experience to get when you listen to the show. So what do you guys get out of uh, What are you guys doing? Are you guys going into Microsoft? Is this going to be the first console that you actually buy into? Are you going to wait a little bit? Uh, what are you guys going to do? Feel free to leave a comment. And, and uh, you know, let's, let's talk. Let's talk. Let's see what's going on. Find me on Facebook. No, don't find me on Facebook. Fuck Facebook. I hate Facebook. Find me on Twitter, at AgitatedStove. And I will see you guys then. Thank you very much, guys. Uh, I apologize for the coughing and sneezing, but I'll see you next time. Bye.